And welcome back to another episode of... Kiefer. I barely knew her. Podcast where we watch a movie, get really high, and then talk about it a lot. A whole lot. And uh, the release schedule, about every Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about Cabin in the Woods. From 2011. Oh, such Joss Whedon. movie. Yes. Such Great a movie. Good movie. Um, you can catch it on uh, HBO Max currently if you want to watch it. Um, but yeah, we're excited to talk to you about it and we're going to go ahead and start smoking. So hopefully you'll take some time and uh, do a little smoking yourselves. Give this uh, recording a pause and uh, we'll see you on the other side. And real high. Yep. Yep. So, B, I've got to ask, Mm -hmm. where did the story take you? So the story took me um, basically a few different directions. Uh, One being I wanted to acknowledge the fact that it seems to be that for the God sacrifices, one is enough. Yeah. Like this is a yearly sacrifice. And so long as they get one sacrifice, they're happy. Yeah. Yeah. So in a system like that, where we had all these other stations that were all doing the same thing, and yeah, now they were failing, but I'm sure they were thriving for years, like in the 70s especially. And do we not get to bank sacrifices then? Like it's (laughs) the second we can't get one sacrifice. There's There's no late rent. Like... You're just immediately You're evicted. It just came over. <laughs> Even if you've been paying early sometimes, yes. you have like yeah. a built-up level mm-hmm. of sacrifices available to you still. It's like paying off interest that wasn't even yours. You know, somebody else's <laughs> for no reason. You've just been paying and paying just and paying. It uh, seems really not cool. I mean, I'll, everybody... I mean, that's that's... That's kind of like, <laughs> I'm going to get all conspiracy theories here based <laughs> on this movie, but that's sort of capitalism. Like, yeah, you're fucked if you don't pay when you're supposed mm-hmm. to pay. And I think it's also a little bit of commentary on uh, America in general. Like, <laughs> all those little girls work together in Japan. <laughs> Every other country, they were being successful. Like, they were doing great. We won by cheating. Like, we squeaked by. We won by cheating. Barely made it, yeah. We totally won by cheating. Exactly. And, yeah, so it's just kind of one of those situations where you have to ask that question. That's a really good point, though. I hadn't thought about the fact that everyone else defeated defeated the, the issue or whatever monster, you know, thing... And we just like limped away. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna go in a backdoor and murder hole. everybody. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna be like yeah. Now this these rules. <laughs> no, we don't go by rules. Oh man! But that's just me being ridiculous with the state of America. But <laughs> what am I doing? Who am I to say these things? <laughs> But no, it it's a uh, it was really, a, like, who's responsible for this situation? Mm-hmm. Like now that it hasn't worked, yeah. Like, where who like that's that shoe drops, but mm-hmm. like, okay, 
<laughs> what happens then? Because they're not going to kill everybody because they need us, obviously. <laughs> they're going to kill some of us or mm-hmm. a lot of us. Then we're starting over. So it's just like, it's not the, the end of all life on Earth. It's just, you know, the end of society. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a, a really good point, I guess. They're gods. They kind of need somebody to either either worship or, you know, be their slaves or something. They do. I if mean, you're just a, a god and you're just for... hanging out and you're not, you know, you don't have people, that's embarrassing. Like the other gods are like, you don't have people that worship you? Like, that's <laughs> What's wrong with you? Right? Like, what have you been Dude. doing to these people? <laughs> Why'd they stop? Like, You must be so lame. <laughs> do you answer any of their prayers? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, what do those things do? Like, there's obviously a reason that this sacrifice is supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's supposed to make sure this thing sleeps. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean... How did you learn how to do this? How, how did we learn that we had to do this every year? How did we... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, obviously this this thing has been around forever. Mm-hmm. Humanity's been around for a long time. Humanity's been wiped out a lot. Yeah. Oh, and, and then uh, we figured this out and we're like, okay, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got to do this. Dude. What? That just maybe. Okay, so I've been wondering... You know how she's all like, oh, those creatures are from the before time. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, shit was fucked up back then. And you had ghouls and monsters and stuff. But some of them were like homesteaders. (laughs) Like, so does that mean that our society has been wiped out over and over again? And each time whatever survives is left to either be a monster for the rest or to run the new society to create the sacrifices. Like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) It depends on how far back it goes, because they were saying that that one family was from 1903, and I feel like in this sort of a situation, I know I'm just speculating here, Mm -hmm. and we can just sit here and speculate all we want about (laughs) a fictional world, but I want to do this. Um, As time has gone through... Mm -hmm. Um, you have, (laughs) like, it breaks down from being all of society to being parts of society. Like... What? No, I'm lost. You're lost? So, like, society starts growing, and then they start outgrowing all these rituals and all this bullshit. Okay. And then (laughs) as that continues happening, like, huge sections, huge groups just fall off and stop Mm -hmm. doing it. So it's like the secret society may not have been trying to be a secret society. It's just like, everybody was like, yeah, fuck that shit, you guys can keep doing it, whatever. This is bullshit, you know, this isn't Every real. Every Saturday, come on! <laughs> what about the game? What about the game? But it's, um... <laughs> that kind of a... That kind of a situation, yeah. the way that, like, traditions start to fall off and mm-hmm. side different societies and things like that. So, I don't know, like... Maybe they're not. I don't know. This is like way off the rails already. I don't even know what I've done. Both of us. That's what this movie does to you, right? You're like, oh, this could be so many things. But you're right. It is so many different things. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that like all the tropes, yeah, that end up picking up 
inside of any scary movie that you ever watch ever mm-hmm. are explained. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just totally explained. Painstakingly. Just painstakingly explained. Gone through yes. to the most level of detail that they possibly <laughs> could go. So it'd be like like because why work. why like, else would that have happened? How else could that you it wouldn't have happened on its own. They had to make it happen. Too. So they show you how they made it happen. Because every time you're like, why would they do that? Why are you doing that? <laughs> and every single time they're like, increase this chemical really quick. Perfect. Right. And then they shock her with the, the knife so she drops it. Right? Like, every single damn. time inside the scary movie, the person who's like the protagonist being mm-hmm. chased by the bad guy who's the murderer, <laughs> they have a knife or some sort of weapon that they have wrestled from the murderer and they always put it down. Yeah. They're like, like, I don't need this anymore. I abhor violence. (laughs) After I've just stabbed this dude 37 times. But it's like, oh, shit. If the reason why they're dropping these things is because it's like shocking them or something like that. Like, in that situation, anything that would cause you pain would be like, get away from me. Well, like Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween, there were times she was holding the knife, looked at it, and like freaked out and threw it. Which you could say like, oh, my God. Conspiracy, did you see? Did Did you see the electricity? Did you see the electricity? Oh, man. But it's it's pretty interesting stuff, the way that they did all these things. Like, they always, always, anytime they ever go into a forest in any scary movie, there's always dry ice fog on the floor. And they're like, release the pheromones. And I'm just always like, who in the hell has sex in the middle of the woods? (laughs) You don't even have a blanket. Right, you're on moss. That's... That's, ew. <laughs> you don't know, like, he's just going to go down on her and an earwig's going to crawl out oh, of space. No. Like, oh, come on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody would do that. And they're like, well, we'll figure out a way to make him do it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but I think the, the, the fact that they were so thorough in that is almost like... Like, it shows, like, an appreciation for the fans. Oh, my God, yes. Like, it makes you feel like, we thought about you. We thought, like, this is something that bothers you, and we wanted to to show you this and and explain it. As a fan, you always are sitting there watching other people watch it and not appreciating how fucking incredibly stupid some of this shit is and how so much of it doesn't make any sense, but it just keeps happening and keeps happening and keeps happening. (laughs) <laughs> but then they're just like, oh, you want to know why that keeps happening? <laughs> because the deep state wants it to keep <laughs> happening. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I thought it, 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 it meant a lot that they put that much thought into it. And something that I thought was really interesting was when um, the, the death scene of the whore, um, <laughs> like they were about to kill her and... Um, the guy says, you know, they're watching, you know, we do this for them. And you said, for the fans. And, it, you know, it, it's for the gods. And so does that mean the fans are the gods? Like, everything that these people do is to appease them. Oh like, they, they're entertaining them with these murder. Like, they're sacrificing them for them. And the gods, like, the end of civilization is, like, mean posts on Reddit. Oh, my God, like a troll. She's <laughs> like, you made me angry with the female Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. 
you destroy the world of that person who is the director or the uh, individual who wrote that story. Like, that is destroying their world if you can't hit all of these marks. You have to hit every single mark. All of them. And the virgin can live, the virgin can <laughs> die. It just makes, has to be the last kill. Yes. Because if it's not the last kill, then what the fuck are we even doing exactly. here? And <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if we think about it, this could be just Joss Whedon's writing a story that is legitimately about like the power the fans have mm. over the genre. And how... Wow. These writers want to be able to get out, but if they try to get out of it, <laughs> then the gods are going to go ape shit on the message boards and ruin their careers, aka destroy their worlds. I'm just saying, the weed's talking to me, I'm passing it along. Oh, I'm loving this. This is good stuff. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, like, think about it. It all sort of lines up. And I'm sounding like some kind of conspiracy theorist. No, I agree. I think that sounds actually really good. I'm very impressed. I'm (laughs) glad we're recording this because we would not remember it. Oh, my God. We are so not going to. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, God. This is is so much fun. Yeah. Hey, that's why we do it, you know, for the love of the game. Love of the game. (laughs) Love of the game. If these microphones weren't here, we'd still be doing this. Like 100%. We'd just be covered in more dogs. <clears throat> Way more dogs. <laughs> a lot more heavy breathing would be happening right now. And farts. The farts. All oh, the farts. So uh, the next step I wanted to take on this, one of the things that they tried to explain is that um, this is okay because they all still have free will. Yes. Okay. Sure. <laughs> They choose to, you know, go for a walk in the middle of the night and they choose to have sex, you know, in the gross, dirty ground in the middle of a gross forest. And then they also admit that they put chemicals in their hair and make them inhale them that make them do specific things. So, and specifically go against their nature and change their mind. So, does that mean that their definition of free will is the meatbag did like? The movement, like that's free will? No, it's reduce you to your base brain or whatever, you know, your lizard brain that they talk about. (laughs) It's just purely like, what do I want in Mm. this moment? (laughs) Just like when you're drunk, it's reducing you down to that brain. It's removing inhibitions. And it's, he's like, (laughs) it's their free will with as much... Like, hedging our bets as we can <laughs> yeah. is essentially what he said. And I was just like, I mean, that's not hedging your bets. That's yeah. counting cards. Yeah. <laughs> that's a better way to put it. You know, I mean, they're sitting there. Okay, we need to make sure this bitch has sex. And if she has mm-hmm. sex, then we can kill her first. And then that starts the entire sequence. And make her have sex. Hit her with every fucking thing we can. We made her have lesser decision-making abilities Mm -hmm. with her hair dye. Yeah. They said. Uh, They did something else that they gave to her that increased her libido. I think there was stuff in the beer. Ah, yes. That's what it was. Stuff in the beer increased the libido. Then they went out into the forest, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they were, like, pumped full of hormones. She looked like she was going to pass out. Right? (laughs) Honestly, she, like, was like, whoa. 
She she literally said before they went inside the uh, the cabin that if there is a spider, I'm sleeping in the uh, the whatever they call the Winnebago or whatever. Oh man, that's but a great. She, point. But she's cool to have sex in the moss. <laughs> like I doubt it. I doubt it. Even drunk, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a solid point. I I can deal with a lot, you know, drunk, but. Uh, I, I'd still reconsider that. Yeah, Ugh. like a lawn, a lawn maybe. Like right? somebody's lawn is different. Exactly. <laughs> it's a well manicured lawn. Yeah. It seems you know. Then they have weird holes you don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's dangerous. Could injure your wrist. Yeah. So so free will isn't really free will. Then. It's not. They really no. edge their bets. Yeah. Weighted the dice. <laughs> <laughs> they were counting cards. Yeah, they had control of the roulette wheel, all of it. But so this does mean, though, from what we said earlier, that each year at least one has to, one sacrifice has to work. Right. So they have had years that they failed because they're number two. You don't get to be number two if you still win every single time. Right. Like. Uh, and. I think they were saying that Japan was number one. Yeah. That they hundred uh, percent success rate or something. Mm-hmm. So it's if they have a hundred percent success rate, then why, why, why? Oh man, you know what I just thought about? Yeah. Are all the countries that they list as being the countries that do this, mm-hmm. like main exports in scary movies? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, are they oh, known for having good scary movies? I should look that up. Oh. I'm sorry to bring this up on the podcast, but that would be really funny if that was a fact. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it, was, uh, it was really, really well put together. It, they covered so many bases. Mm-hmm. So many bases. And explained so many different things. And then still were just able to kind of like brush it off their shoulder. Like, yeah, I mean, we, we just... We just put them in the situation they made the decision. <laughs> you know? And I also love, like, the comeuppance on all sides kind of situation. Yeah. It was just, like, everybody there was just so numb to it mm-hmm. that they were, you know, they had bets on which one it was going to yeah. be. And, oh, man, it was just really great <laughs> the mm-hmm. way that they just wrapped that whole package up. Just everything got brought together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we, you know that everybody would have been so pissed to have seen all of those monsters and have had none of them, not a single one, be used outside of that crazy masochistic family. You know what I mean? For them to have released all the monsters into the building was mm-hmm. just to be like, you know, this is just going to be all they bitch about. If we show them all these monsters and then we don't let any of them do anything, oh my God. they're going to bitch about this. I so just we need, figured out what you're talking about. <laughs> we need to be able to bring so these the monsters So the fans, you're around. saying, you have yeah. to, they had to find a reason to... You're right. They talked about Merman. They can't not show that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Promises were made. And then, exactly. They showed us a gun. Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, but there is, there's satisfaction there. From seeing the items that they were holding and what that connected to. Oh, my God, yeah. Was creepy. It really was. And it was like, oh, that would have been a good one. Right. <laughs> and then you're just sitting there like, man, I wonder what that would have been like. And then they show you. Yes. So it's just, 
they were really doing what the genre does, and that's appease its fans. That's a great point. <laughs> you make great points. I'm trying to. I think uh, I think right now it's about time to uh, have a conversation. As we mentioned in our last episode, we're now going to be focused on uh, listener feedback and um, any thoughts or ideas you have about some of the movies that we're watching so we can talk about that. Um, since we're releasing this <laughs> with everything uh, first, we haven't had a chance to reach out to you yet. So um, the upcoming episodes we, uh, we have planned are uh, pretty exciting. Oh, I'm super excited about it. It is going to be uh, Flatliners. Another cue for Sutherland. We gotta bring it back to Kiefer Sutherland. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> but also, we're trying to keep it. Some of them scary because mm-hmm. we're in the month of October. So mm-hmm. we've got Flatliners to cover that thriller sort of uh, experience. But then mm-hmm. we're gonna be doing Jurassic Park. I'm super excited. I am too. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be such a good time. Oh. So, if you're enjoying, you know, these conversations. And you have thoughts, like ideas regarding mm-hmm. any of this stuff, you know, let us know either on the website. Mm-hmm. You can let us know on our Instagram. Uh, either of those are going to be at Kiefer, I-B-K-H, for Instagram, and Kiefer, I-B-K-H.com for our website. And uh, so, yeah, we hope to hear from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, before I get into this um one uh, deeper topic. I had a, a thought. Uh, so you know how in the very beginning, um, the the virgin is packing her bag <laughs> with no pants on yeah, for yeah. no reason. And yeah. I literally wrote the note. I always pack my clothes without pants, like pantsless or whatever. <laughs> um, do you think that that was like a metaphor for the movie saying that this is the opposite of what we would expect because they're normally topless or like oh in a bra. God. Do you That's think that that was their way of, of being like, well, it's absolutely But see, okay, so <laughs> I actually, I know that I brought this up when we were watching the movie, mm-hmm. um, but what you just said kind of leads really well into my whole thought of the second they went through that cave and oh, came out yeah. the other side. It was like they entered a scary movie. Mm-hmm. So if they were in a different universe where they're pantsless instead <laughs> of topless, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because it seemed like the camera angles changed. We mm-hmm. talked about that. Yeah. Like the cinematography you was see the different. Sky anymore. Everything seemed yeah. way more closed off, mm-hmm. way more claustrophobic. Like, the cinematography completely changed when they went around there. So it was legitimately, like, (laughs) a crossover into a different universe. Mm -hmm. They Everything was shot so that you could see the sky. Everything looked really open before they went through that tunnel. Mm -hmm. But the second they went through that (laughs) tunnel, man, everything was being shot from low angles. But you still couldn't see the sky. It was low angles. But, yeah, it was very claustrophobic, very just, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not going to be able to get away very easily. <laughs> also, yeah. the house was legitimately Evil Dead. Like, yeah, like one hundred percent Evil like, Dead mm, house. Ugh, awful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the wind in the cellar blew the door open. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he it's took... real windy down there. Yeah. 
Um, oh, I did have another uh, thought on that that scene though, when the uh, the quote unquote whore gets dared to make out with the wolf. Oh head. yeah. Yeah, my thought was, do you think that's what the casting call was? They just had a wolf head, <laughs> and they were like, "Come in, you're you're auditioning for this part. Okay, make out with the wolf." Like that, and that's how you you got in. They're just looking <laughs> back at the direct, like the, the people at the casting table, just like, huh? <laughs> I mean, B, if you were if you were in that room, B, if you were in that room, yeah, (laughs) would you like giggle like you like they say something like that? Wait, what? (laughs) Right? Yeah, like uh, you know that kind of right? This isn't the bathroom, is it? And then you walk out. (laughs) My next question would be, uh, in the end, really, what was the right thing to do? And was there a right thing to do? By not killing the fool, all of society is just crumbled now. It's really, these are very high stakes. Right? But see, oh man, mm-hmm. let's just go back mm-hmm. to the, uh, the people who are leaving these comments and destroying these universes. This like Joss Whedon, like, <laughs> fuck you, I destroyed my own universe. We lost, everything's gone, you guys suck, oh, wow. you can't break it, it's already broken. Holy shit, you <laughs> took that in a totally different direction than I thought. I really like that, though. <laughs> oh. I like that much better. For all the listeners, I was just sitting oh, here man. flipping me off the entire time <laughs> I was saying all of that. Aggravatedly, I'd say. Aggravatedly, yeah. That's yeah. a great one. But, I, I mean, I just meant in general, like, who's who's to choose, you know? <laughs> like, do you get to choose if society, you know, lives or dies? or And is it worth it or... Has this been the thing that keeps happening over and over again and why there's always the before time people <laughs> where eventually, you know, people like topple themselves and, and gods take over? But see, then there's another question. Mm-hmm. How are the, uh, the rituals then taught? Because when society gets to this point, like how do you pass on the ritual when everybody who knew the ritual died? The Matrix. <laughs> You do exactly what the Matrix did. You save one, you tell them all the secrets, but you have, you know, a few disciples, and then they go in and start a new revolution that slowly builds. That's how you, you do it. And then you just restart every time, <laughs> yeah. doing the exact same thing over and over I mean, if it works. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'll keep them busy, you know? It's like a hamster wheel. Let them go. They'll be all right. No, but I mean... That's sort of what they're living on if they succeed. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do this every year, guys. Yeah. You know? That's a really good point. Yeah. So it's it's live or die. So, you know, God's destroying their own people. Then it's like, well, now what? What are you, you going to do? Like, when you destroy the world that you wanted to destroy, not, now you got nothing going on. you got to wait for life to evolve again. Yeah, right? Jeez. Oof. We take forever. Forever. Oh, my God. But I really like your take on it, though. I love the idea that he was like, fuck you guys. Like <laughs> My universe is gone, bitches. We it's failed. Like, it's like the Rick and Morty. Like, <laughs> like Well, like, this one's screwed. But like uh, the, I don't care about your booze. I've seen what makes you cheer. Yes. Like, oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Joss Whedon, man. Mm-hmm. Just throwing up that middle finger. The same finger. thing, yeah. 
the, the same if that's what was happening right. Right, which I think would be kind of cool that okay, would be really know, cool whatever. if that was the situation I mean if you think about it <laughs> I, I feel like I keep saying that if you think about it if you think <laughs> about it trying to indoctrinate you into my way of thinking but think about it just open your ask mind. your own questions <laughs> you know do your own research uh, find your own shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but if you think about it, <laughs> um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. I went way too far off on a tangent. Um, well, I mean, him destroying his own universe so that it can't be torn down by the trolls the fans, of the internet yeah. for whatever reason, even though he, like, Explained everything. Explained everything yeah. that people complain about when it comes to scary movies. Why would they be there? Why would they do that? That would nobody would do that. Um, so there was something that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. And I love the uh, the positive representation of a guy who smokes a lot of weed. <laughs> like drawing connections to things. That's a great figuring point. shit out. Yeah. Like, yeah. he had engineered that fucking cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, that for like, was That was the pretty, be- most... But I need to figure out how so to make cool. one of those. I need to figure out how to make one of those. I don't know that it would be functional, but... I think the positive representation of a pothead, it was... He was mm-hmm. smart. <laughs> he was yeah. figuring shit out. He was... You know, he was thoughtful. Yes. When they were at that gas station, oh, and the dude was yes. a dick, he was an asshole. And when he was like, you sassy me, and he literally was like, you disrespected my friend. Exactly. Like, you don't get to say shit to me. I'm going to say shit to you now. Like, that's... Oh, it was so I, great. That Yeah, I really <laughs> like that. Also, I... Uh, that brings up a really, another, like, a really good point. Uh, that whole gas station scene mm-hmm. where that dude was, like, provoking the shit out of them. Yeah. And they still were resistant yeah. to uh, violence mm-hmm. and <laughs> any of those mm-hmm. other negative approaches to that situation. Yes, I will say Chris Hemsworth was ready to throw hands. <laughs> <laughs> However, he was easily restrained. Yes. So he... And he even paid for the gas. You yeah. Know? He's not going to be a total piece of shit. So it's like... They have these people who they are showing us as being decent people. Mm-hmm. And then we know they're going to be slaughtered. And then <laughs> we're still kind of rooting for them to be slaughtered. Like, <laughs> for a bit, yeah, yeah. You're like, I mean, I mean, let me see see how it starts. I want like, to see how it Just as play easily out. as they drove into that tunnel to go into that other universe, mm-hmm. we were just as easily able to flip that switch to they're like, oh, they're the victims of this movie. <laughs> Like, okay, that's fine. They're all intelligent people who are trying uh, to do the right thing and going to college. But uh, somebody's got to die. Someone's got to die. That's just what happens. Yeah. That's that uh, (laughs) knock of the cabin door logic (laughs) for you. But yeah, uh, can we also, just Mm -hmm. for a moment, even even if it's just a moment, (laughs) discuss Chris Hemsworth's death. In that movie. Oh my god, I get so excited every, every time, time I remember it. Like, like, oh, we get to watch that. You <laughs> know how they shoot and they show him like that light bulb moment when he realizes I can jump this. Yes. And it's oh. just like that look on his face <laughs> is the look in my heart. <laughs> when I see that, I'm just like, oh. and you know they always talk about you spend the money where it's going to be the most impactful. 
And if you compare the animation of them driving into that tunnel and coming Mm -hmm. out around that bend, and also the hawk crashing into the invisible wall, um, they spent way more money on Chris Hemsworth slamming into that wall and bouncing off of it. Can like just so many times. Yes. Like a stone skipping on a pond. It was (laughs) that was him going down that invisible wall. And it was it was just (laughs) Chef's kiss. It was beautiful. Like the way like even the way that he hit, like they they made him flip (laughs) so like he was just Oh yeah flung into it. Like Mm -hmm. oh it was Yep. And they made sure that with the sparks you could see him the whole <laughs> Right, way every time he hit, you were like, oh, yep, there he is. Getting closer to the bottom. Ooh, that's going far. Oh, man, he still still hasn't hit. There it is. Okay. Yeah, that was a... Uh, Ooh, that was a bad one. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad fall. Not only was he going like 80 when he hit it, <laughs> and there was no give. Like, that was an immediate mm-hmm. stop. <laughs> so, no. yeah, that was not good for him. <laughs> but he was probably gone instantly. So, it was yeah. good for him. Fingers crossed. I don't yeah. know. It was probably a neck injury. Broke his neck. Just died immediately. Immediately. But yeah, every time I remember that that's going to happen. Like, I remember once in the beginning, oh yeah, he's going to, oh yeah. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> and then when you and see then, that light bulb moment. Then, yes. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, he did wonderfully in this movie. He did, he did. <laughs> I think he had fun. I do too. <laughs> that they were, like, Good kids. They were nice kids. Yeah. They were smart, too. Like, the one girl was supposed to be pre-med. The yeah. other girl had, like, Russian economics books right. <laughs> or some shit. And like, then... the one dude knew Latin, Latin <laughs> from high school. And, like... Just all of them. Like, all of them. A sociology were, major yeah. on a full academic scholarship. Mm-hmm. But he also, like, jumps motorcycles <laughs> and plays football and all the other things. Yeah. Um, these just super renaissance individuals, <laughs> you know, all in the same area. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> going to the same school. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, they're good kids. Is that, was that a big factor and why it didn't work? Was, oh. It was harder to control them? Is it a big factor in why it didn't work or is it a big factor in they needed that? Like it had to be... Like, they ha- they were picked. Like, she says at the end of the movie that she doesn't think that, what's his name, Kurt had a cousin. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I, like I mean, they were picked for a reason. I wonder if that reason is, is they were successful, good, like, well, societally I mean, technically good. they did fall within their stereotypes. Yeah. But I don't know that that's fair to call that one chick a whore. Right. When, I mean, she had a boyfriend that she liked to have sex with. That's as far as we knew. And then you just kept pumping her with pheromones over and over and over again. Like, <laughs> Making her make bad happen? decisions. Like, literally removing in- inhibition. They were talking <laughs> like about. Like, her shorts are sliding down as she's walking. Like, what is she supposed to do? Come on. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, all of them were playing at a disadvantage. We're going to take you down... So we're going to find these people who have all these wonderful traits. <laughs> and then we're going to remove all of them. Yes. And <laughs> punish them for having had them in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> oh, but, you know, can we also talk about more wonderful representation? Somebody who's high. And that is mm. all these random connections he was making. 
Oh, like, yeah. Talking about how, like, there's puppet masters. Like, this doesn't make any <laughs> sense. He, he could sense that he was, somebody was trying to control him. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. And yeah. The, the, uh, the whole situation down in the, uh, the basement, they're reading the diary. And he's like, okay, I'm going to draw a line in the sand when we start reading Latin. <laughs> right? <laughs> was, oh, my God. Uh, it's so true. It's so true. And it's because he wasn't, like, drinking the beer, I don't think. I think he was just getting high on his own stuff. Yeah. And he was doing fine. But they said that he was supposed to be, like, getting fucked up by... Because they, they, like, dosed his yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what ended up happening. It's probably just because weed's amazing. No. Uh, they actually said at one point, uh, she said they found out that they missed one of his stashes. Oh, So God. one of his stashes was not dosed, so he was not... Nice. Medicated. He okay. was thinking clearly. He was medicated. <laughs> yes. He wasn't medicated. He was medicated. <laughs> no, that was. Uh, I loved it. I loved that. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like doing all of those things, and then somehow defeated that one dude. Yeah. <laughs> My God! Right. I had to uh, dismember him with a trowel. <laughs> How was your night, then? How was your night, yeah. Oh, my God. That was so great. Oh, my gosh. And, God, the way that he just, like, saved his own life by just not saying anything when the werewolf was creeping up behind her. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, can't be mad at him for it, you know? He did. That's exactly... All he tried to do the whole movie was to try to help. Try and, like, hey, guys, let's stop this right now. You're right, that's... He was the only one. The whole movie he was trying. He was the, the nerdy dude who was like, I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> oh, my God. You know? He's that guy. <laughs> but he was putting stuff together. Like, he was the one who was talking about Kurt being there on a sociology scholarship, yes. academic scholarship, and, uh, totally like, all this out. other stuff. Yeah. And he's like, he's never been an alpha male type. And I was like, I mean, look at him. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, he, and she's like, he's just drunk. And I'm like, that's totally possible. Uh, yeah. Completely possible. Yeah, that is a, uh, yeah. Uh, but then he responds to that by saying, I've seen Kurt drunk. Oh, this is not Kurt drunk. Counterpoint. Right? I've been counterpointed. Counterpointed. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but seriously, like there's, and I, and in that situation, I would know the difference if like somebody that I had been hanging out with and had been getting drunk with on a regular basis like you do in college. Yeah. Um, what they were like when they were drunk and when something else was going on. Yeah. Like, maybe he's dealing with something emotionally. <laughs> he hasn't talked to his dad in a while. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, who knows? He's hey, lashing hey. out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's entirely possible. One hundred percent. You know, this is when you're finding yourself living <laughs> in college and in your mid twenties. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. <laughs> the diary. Oh, the diary. It was just so. Um, <laughs> they did such a really good job uh, with <laughs> that they wrote it. It was like they were really trying to make fun of their audience. I swear to you. Every line was so formulaic that it was right? like, I am nothing but a stereotype of what this is. Exactly. I'm telling you exactly what you need to hear in this moment to draw you in and then scare you and give you enough backstory to be even more scared. Exactly. <laughs> that is 100% yep. that entire diary. Yeah. And the fact that it ended in Latin. 
Like yes, it is just. It was succinct. <laughs> it was. Man. It was pandering to the audience mm-hmm. to an ex- like to the like, horror audience, like in quotation marks, just so hard the yeah. entire thing, and just how everybody had something that they were about. Yeah, they were like. It was like, ooh, that close to completing whatever it would have been for them to have come together. But then, like, what would the Deadpool have been in that situation Mm. if, like, three of them had gone off at the same time? (gasps) Would it be split between everybody? Would they, like, go to the cameras to see, like, which one finished first within, like, the tiniest of milliseconds? I think you're right. I think they'd have to go to tape. (laughs) (laughs) Um, they'd have to check that and then because it's up to them they need to push all the buttons to make it happen they've got a little time or maybe as they're doing this two other people put their stuff down and like that's more interesting you know Yeah. but my question for you is uh, well I gotta say for me I really was hoping she wouldn't read the diary I always hate the diary ones they're so boring (laughs) and it's like it's always the same thing well I don't know man Like, oh, something bad, like, everything's great, and then, oh, something's kind of weird, and then things are getting bad, and then, like, cryptic, and then Latin. (laughs) 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 That is, uh, yeah, it's usually the the order of things. Yeah. I don't know how crazy it would have been if they had done the, uh, the music box. Oh, the little little ballerina. Chomping ballerina. Yeah. You think she chomps through doors? Like, how's she going to well, break see, through? Like, there are these fish um. that live in the ocean that I, or I don't know if it's the ocean or the Amazon or what, but they, um, they like have circular mouths like that and they mm-hmm. bite and spin and oh. they just like take out circular holes from the things that they bite and they eat. And I'm just like, Holy what shit. would she do to people? That's terrifying. Right? Like That's horrifying. What would happen? Wow. Like how? Like would she just like do some pirouettes and then oh like jump and spin and then like punch like, somebody? Oh, she's in pretty the throat good at that. She practices a lot. <laughs> right? She like just jumps and spins at somebody and then just goes right through them, <laughs> just right through them, and their middle section collapses the second the spine is removed. Ah, oh, it'd man. be insane. Insane. Just yeah. ridiculous. That would be. Are there any other ones you uh, would have wanted to see? I thought that bat was pretty interesting, but I don't know where it would have gone. Yeah. You know, and it moved too quickly to be like a like a, a suspenseful threat, but. Yeah, I think uh, I really thought that robot, like that murder robot. Oh yeah, that one was cool. That would have been pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I think the giant spider would have been horrifying oh. if it had been um, the one that was picked. Like, there, I, th- I do feel like the only way the mermaid would have worked is if it was Waterworld. <laughs> like, Kevin Costner, all of it. That's the only way the mermaid would have really worked. Like, they, they really showed us, like, do you, you wanted this? It took him so long to get to him, to eat yeah. him. And I do love that they foreshadowed that it's just, like, in a cleanup on that thing. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, like if it was Waterworld, Mermaid would have been Merman would have been amazing. I don't know if they have Hollow World on that holodeck of theirs. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> no, but right, I was thinking the same thing. Like, if if they picked that one, 
how is he catching them? All you have right. to do is walk swiftly. Seriously, it's an, like, another one of those it uh, follows situations. Yeah. It's just going to it's following you along like and you're going to be stuck for a while but you'll you'll just keep moving. Probably find a way to kill it or I don't is it going to uh suffocate hey, out on what? land? You know what? Hmm. There's a lot of loose plastic all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if he's going to just follow you like those like six pack rings. Yes. <laughs> he just, just gets those just... stuck on him. <laughs> Straws stuck in him. Oh my Just throw God. a cast net at him. <laughs> you know, make sure that he's out near the sun <laughs> when you get him with it. Oh and, my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think mean, you you've got some. It would have to be a water there. world situation. Like there's yeah, no way. There's that no too way. much of a disadvantage. Or he's gonna like seal up the house and then flood it. Right. <laughs> and then you can't get away. Okay. Oh, what is that? Uh, that one movie with the alligator because the hurricane in Florida or whatever. That's like in all the flooded oh, houses yeah. and stuff. It was just that whole situation. It would need to be that. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so I maybe it's funny, maybe it isn't. I'm so high, I just realized that they were at a lake. (laughs) (laughs) They were. Which, no, at the same time, once it kills two of them, the other three aren't going back in the water. No. Like, you still can get away at that point. I don't think that it has any vehicles around to be able to follow you. Um, Even with the cave-in, you could probably kill it before it gets to you, like we said. Absolutely. Also, we do need to talk about upstairs. Oh, yeah. Like. Upstairs. Okay, so. So they definitely said downstairs at one point. They did say downstairs at one point. They Mm -hmm. said upstairs. Mm -hmm. I want to point out Mm -hmm. that there were, (laughs) there were differences, like, in the different things when people died. Mm. And when the fool was supposed to have died, Mm -hmm. uh, what's his name? Maddie. When he was, Marty, sorry. Mm -hmm. When he was supposed to have died. There was like an earthquake, like it went crazy. Yeah. There was, it was something. Something was wrong, mm-hmm. but they tried to like mm-hmm. play it off, like those dudes said that it was like, oh, that was a good one for them. Yeah, I like, guess. Oh, ah, they're getting yeah. excited. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Getting excited. Mm. And it's, you know, they tried to to throw us off the trail that nothing's wrong. That's just what they do. But every other one that they showed us, there was no spilled blood. Like, it was all within the lines of mm-hmm. the thing, but when it showed the fool's character... It, like, there, immediately it spilled. There was some that had spilled all over the place. So, like, they were showing us that something had been wrong. They showed us that mm-hmm. uh, Marty had lived, and... Oh, they were showing us that Marty had lived um, in that situation, and then they were saying that something came from upstairs <gasps> and stopped the order to, like, pull the power from the explosives to stop it from mm-hmm. happening... Because upstairs knew something had fucked up and they yeah. needed to let them go. Because, like, I don't know if it was going to be a regroup situation or if they had just been able mm. to have been like, hey, hey, they've made it to a certain point. This is, like, they're okay to get out of this. The, you guys are out of order. Whatever the situation mm-hmm. is, we've got to let them go. And then when he came in and, like, hotwired the computer <laughs> yeah. to, over, uh, to override it or whatever. But... It was um, the good angel. Mm-hmm. Was like, no, we gotta keep it. Uh, we gotta keep it fair, guys. We gotta stay ethical in the situation. We fucked up. We lost. We gotta gotta let this happen. And uh, what's his name tried to win it in overtime. 
by overwriting because he didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> they made assumptions. They were all jaded. Yeah. They were all just mm-hmm. like whatever about everything. Well, the the Harbinger even told them. He said the fool almost ruined the invocation. Yes. And he tried to warn them about him You're specifically. Right. And they were like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And all they did was laugh at him. Okay, so you remember when we were watching <laughs> that thing about Alien and they were talking about uh, the way that uh, Ripley was denied. Like, she warned them and mm-hmm. her warnings were, like, just completely overlooked mm-hmm. twice. Yes. And, like, does that mean that, like, <laughs> I know that this is probably obvious and I'm just really high making this connection, but, like, does that mean that the main character in this story aren't the people that are getting killed. It's the people that are, like, trying to run this business in the background. Oh, my God. I actually had a thought about that earlier that I forgot about till now. (laughs) Um, I was thinking, like, does the horror movie start once we get to the facility? Yeah. It starts in the facility. Yeah. That's the very beginning of the movie is them dealing with something. I feel like we almost get to know those characters as much, if not more, than the other characters. Honestly, absolutely. We know that one dude's trying to have a baby. Right. And the issues they're having there. We know the people who are in the background Mm -hmm. more intimately than we know the people that are um, (laughs) trying to be killed. (laughs) On the uh, platter. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The lambs for the slaughter. Um, But yeah, so I was was wondering about Mm -hmm. that whole situation. Like, are... They, <laughs> the main characters, like this is a story about yeah. the good guy failing. Wait, what? <laughs> start, this is a story about the good guy failing? Yeah. What are you... They're trying to save the world. And they oh. failed to save the world. Well, I mean, yeah, that goes along with my, my question from earlier of like, who's in the right? Yeah. Is it worth killing one person to save society or... Should that not be our call? It's like, well, we have these really angry gods, so <laughs> they, that's what they want. But that's I mean, all they that's, want. That's the question. <laughs> and I feel like that's a question that's kind of been being asked mm-hmm. in a lot of movies recently. I know this movie's from like 2011 or whatever, mm-hmm. but even recently there have been a lot of movies that are coming out that are asking that question. That are, are you willing to sacrifice yourself for the many? Oh, yeah, that is a thing. It's like becoming this theme. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's like pushing nationalism, (laughs) (laughs) but whatever. Um, Yeah, you know, I just, (laughs) it's kind of a weird thing to think about. You know, I mean, we we go in in phases and movies do reflect, you know, what society is. But that's also. Like these things, yeah. So I don't know what that would mean that these are happening, but it. It makes perfect sense to me that, you know, we're on this curve of it. Absolutely. I think that it's a, <laughs> it's a really interesting situation to have to have that moral ambiguity mm-hmm. when your good guy is <laughs> literally <laughs> setting up the murders mm-hmm. of successful college yeah. students. Yeah. Like above average college mm-hmm. students. Makes it, yeah, really tough, man. But... Because you have to be jaded to continue working there. Yeah, I mean, and they certainly were. So jaded. 100%. And they gave us the, the filter of the new security guy. 
they they gave us <laughs> they that did. character so that we that could, character was us. Yeah, so we could be talked to, so they could explain why they act the way that they do. Yeah. So they had an easy way of saying it instead of isn't it good that we get this out, you know, by betting guys. Right. <laughs> uh, it's pretty crazy. This yeah. is uh, this has been a fun, really fun breakdown. Yeah, I've really enjoyed this one, <laughs> but it's a, it's a really good movie, and I do recommend it. Um, I, we do give these uh, these ratings of a one mm-hmm. to five Kiefy Bowls as how many Kiefy Bowls you could get through uh, just discussing this movie, mm-hmm. and honestly, I would say easy five, easy five. Yeah, I think there's absolutely a lot to unpack here, and that you could go round and round for a while and just have fun with it, and. Even if you're just spending time going through all the monsters and what would happen, like, right? that's fucking worth it. It's so that could worth be a it. Show in like, itself. I really would like to consider, like, okay, what if these ones attack the house? Right. <laughs> I mean, you would have so much you could go over, like defensive situations. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you do to try to keep the thing from getting inside? Yeah. Um, how much time would you have after it got inside to try to then regroup? Mm-hmm. What are its strengths? <laughs> right. What kind of you, you got to swat it? You got to right. Sp- is it swat does it fly or does it have functional blades? Like, <laughs> right. what's going on here? Um, if we were to just throw water on it, like that murder <laughs> robot, would that stop it? Or is it like a Wicked Witch and that also works? <laughs> right? <laughs> so there's all these, these different things that we could consider and we could talk about when it comes to just the monsters yeah. in this movie. Um, so, I mean, yes, absolutely five key people's easy. Yeah. You would probably still have more topics to go under, but you would also be falling asleep. <laughs> um, yeah, and this is uh, streaming on HBO Max, so uh, yes. currently... It was a good movie. It's a lot of fun. A lot to unpack. Uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, listening and joining us on our third episode. You can find us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Kiefer, I-B-K-H. Uh, we also have a website, Kiefer, I-B-K-H dot com. Um, music thanks to uh, Kevin McLeod. McLeod! <laughs> 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 we'll have his info on the website. And uh, keep an eye out for our upcoming episodes with uh, Jurassic Park. And Flatliners next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.